Welcome back, Envisionaries, to another episode of the Dream Into Being podcast. Today is your lucky day because we are going to be taking a deeper dive into my own personal manifestation experiment. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you're going to have a really solid grasp on what it is that you are capable of through your thoughts, your words, and your actions. So let's go along on this next leg of the adventure and dive deeper into the manifestation experiment. Welcome back, Envisionaries, to the Dream Into Being podcast, where mind science, transformational psychology, and magic all merge into one. If you're ready to dream again and transcend the inertia of what you've known, then I invite you to join me, your host and Envisioneer, Kat Divine, in expanding the boundaries of your own fantasia by remembering that you are the master you've been waiting for. Today's topic is one of my other favorites because it is another piece of the framework that is so crucial in the journey of creating abundance. And what I've found is that as soon as I was able to more deeply understand abundance and manifestation and the rhythm of the two working together. That's when the creation experiment or uh, the entrepreneurship journey was really different from anything I had ever attempted before. So I just really love this topic so deeply, again, because I've had such a contrast. So I'm going to start with my big shifting point in when I started to really truly understand the power of my mind and my ability to manifest my reality. And for those of you that are not super familiar with manifest, all that means is having the ability to take an idea or a thought and bring it into physical form. That's the simple basics. There's a lot more to it, at least in my experience. However, if you're not familiar with it, that's essentially what it is. And we're all doing it all the time. That's what I think is so interesting. I actually heard this thing. I think it was from Bruce Lipton um, or maybe Dr. Joe Dispenza, but it really helped me to understand that we are manifesting every second of every day of our lives. And the way that he presented it was that if you don't believe that, uh, every thought has a correlating feeling and emotional charge, which then produces chemistry in the body and changes your physiology. And he's like, that's manifesting. So there was something really nice about having a grounded understanding of, oh, okay, so thoughts create a chain reaction of events that if we can harness that to our favor, then we can have some influence on the chain of events that occur in our lives. So that was a really great way for me to start tapping into the power of what it is that I'm thinking, what it is that I'm saying, what it is that I'm feeling, and what it is that I'm doing, and how all of that accumulates into the life reality that I find myself in. 
And so I want to take you back to kind of when this big shift started to occur in my life because I truly was creating and manifesting all of us are our entire life. However, I was doing it very unconsciously before that. And as a result, I created some pretty intense, scary experiences and what I would call nightmares in a lot of ways. Uh, I will say as a positive note for any of you who have had the life experience that's been really tough and really heavy and very challenging up until now, the good news is you are a powerful, powerful manifester. Um, anybody who has created kind of an experience of hell on earth for themselves, all it means is that our creative life force was being magnified through unconscious programming and unconscious thoughts, things that we didn't want uh, or didn't think we wanted. But because you're so powerful and so creative, that projected through that filter and therefore produced a very specific reality and a very specific life experience. And you'll hear me say this over and over and over, those places are so sacred. That's actually our training ground. That is where we kind of go through boot camp to have the experiences that we are meant to transmute in our own lives and transmute in the lives of others. That's our that's our training ground to understand our medicine that we were meant to bring into the world. So it is very precious to me that that be honored and just know there is nothing wrong with it at all. I know that sounds crazy, but it's it's very true. At least for me, it was. So that's the great news. If you are experiencing that right now, I can guarantee it that you are a super powerful manifester. And once you are really and truly understanding your mental faculties and what your superhero powers are, then you will be able to have agency in your life to create what you want in a way that you did not even know was possible. Okay, so now back to my story. Um, back in, I think, 2017, I had some really interesting changes that were happening in my life. I started having just an intolerance to anything that felt out of alignment. I didn't even really know what that meant at that time, but I just knew that certain people, places, and things did not resonate with me, and like I just couldn't even stop myself from exiting multiple situations. Looking back now, I understand why at the time I had no idea. I just was thinking I was losing it or something because I just kept exiting situations and my tolerance for being out of alignment was just shrinking. So uh, what ended up happening was I came across this really interesting documentary called The Reality of Truth. And for those of you who have never seen it before, it's a really cool documentary about plant medicine and people journeying with ayahuasca. And at the time, I had never heard of anything like that. Uh, they kept in the film, they kept referring to, you know, seeing beyond the veil and that everything that we've ever been told, we've been lied to our whole lives and that 
there is a miracle awaiting us on the other side of this journey. And I just, to be honest, I really was clueless. I didn't know what in the world they were talking about, but I knew that I wanted it. Whatever it was that they were experiencing, I knew I wanted it. So I ended up contacting the retreat that they were promoting in the film. And I actually scheduled for myself to go, not knowing, again, not knowing anything about plant medicine or ayahuasca. And so it was really interesting is that at the end of the phone call for when I booked the retreat, the guy said something that really got my attention. He said that because I had made a commitment to the retreat and to ayahuasca, that spiritually she would start working her magic in my life. And I was open to it. I thought, great, that sounds awesome. Well, little did I know that was definitely some version of the truth for sure. And at the time I was exploring some new things that I was feeling called to. I was really interested in shamanic breath work. And this is like when you go to a physical location with multiple people and usually some sort of a shaman or guide is walking you through usually a one to two hour really intense breathwork ceremony with music and it's really beautiful it's very 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 powerful so this was all very new to me and at the time uh as i had shared in a previous video i was also experimenting with microdosing medical marijuana to help me deal with some chronic pain issues that I was experiencing. And as I shared before, I didn't know that the combination of those two could be quite so powerful. So fast forward, I find myself in a wild, life-changing, earth-shattering, reality-breaking awakening where uh, I think they call it a top-down awakening, where <laughs> essentially it's not something that you want to go through. It's pretty rough. But essentially it's where all of your top chakras, your crown and your third eye mostly blow open. And all of a sudden you're just connected to the universe in a way that you've probably never experienced before. At least I hadn't. And I went from being this very normal what I consider to be normal 3D reality person to all of a sudden having full-blown contact and full conversations with beings on the other side, including, you know, people that had passed and were sending messages back through me for family members. So it was very, very interesting. And then that also came with just an incredible sense of bliss and fearlessness. And it lasted for a good three months or so. Anyways, one of the things that got shown to me in one of my breathwork ceremonies that I thought was so beautiful and so interesting that I'm coming to understand more and more and more now, they were showing me this vision of our life and this reality as being like a 3D vibrational game board that is just constantly, constantly moving people and places and experiences around in real time based on what people are choosing and manifesting, conscious or unconscious, doesn't matter. 
And so they were showing me that the way to kind of win at this game, so to speak, is to essentially lock in your will, which is one of our mental faculties, into a choice point or a destination. Like, where is it that you want to go from the place that you're at? Where do you want to move next? And so they were showing me that once you make that very clear decision and you keep making it and you hold your energy there with your focus and your will, then what will happen is the vibrational game board will start to reorganize itself around you to help you get to that destination. And not only that, but here's what's really interesting that I didn't realize for a long time. All of our manifestations come through each other, right? Like it makes so much more sense when you finally understand that we create miracles for each other when we're really connected. And so they were showing me that every human being has a golden thread of light that runs through their heart chakra and that we are all in this like vast interconnected web that it's like an energy exchange. What they were pointing out to me though, was that some of us, that thread is bright and like golden and lit up, which means that the heart chakra is open and active. And then for many of us, that, that thread is still there, but it's almost like clear and translucent and very weak and doesn't have a lot of vibrant energy. So we're still connected no matter what. However, anybody who has done the work to open up their heart, it is powerful, incredibly powerful. And then the next phase is that anybody who is consciously choosing what they want to create in their vibrational game board with an open heart, that they will start to magnetically attract others who are kind of in that same space of creation and that those people will just start lining up one after the other, one after the other. And all you have to do is keep moving towards the thing that is that you want to create and the next person, the next idea, the next piece of support, the next whatever you need will become available, but you have to be moving towards the thing it is that you want to create. So ever since then, I have been attempting to remind myself of this vision and really fine tune it and use it to my advantage because I'm finding that it is incredibly true. And I have been collecting and gathering a lot of evidence for myself to remind myself that this is the game and this is how we play it. So fast forward, you know, and I might have to just make a whole other separate video at some point sharing, <laughs> sharing more about my awakening because it was so wild and a really fun, exciting story for sure. But I'll keep it short and sweet in the interest of staying focused on manifestation for today. So what happened was as I was really starting to open myself up to the universe and to my spirit guides and really wanting to live life on my own terms and in alignment with my soul purpose and my dharma, I found that there was a lot of letting go 
and trusting the guidance that I was being given, having really no idea what I was doing at all. But it led me to taking a 40-day spirit walk out in the woods. And I, me and my little chihuahua and a car full of stuff drove up to trying to remember where exactly I was in Flagstaff and then also close to the Grand Canyon for about six weeks. And wow, it was just such an incredibly powerful experience to go from having such a chaotic, busy life of just constant input to all of a sudden being out in nature where you're just there with yourself and your thoughts and beautiful nature around you. And what I didn't realize at the time was it was just like an unwinding process. It was like a deconditioning. And yeah, I don't know that I would recommend it for everybody because thank goodness I actually did have a long history of therapy and tools to be able to go through the purge um, because it's very uncomfortable or it can be. And to also be on my own out in the woods without any guidance other than, you know, my spirit guides uh, could be risky, right? So by some miracle, I was always protected and it was a really incredible, amazing experience that I'll never forget that changed me forever. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because I had this moment of being out there and at that point, really hearing my thoughts. And in fact, what I was doing every day, this is funny, I don't know if I'll ever do anything with this, but something told me to document my experience while I was out there. And so I just, with my iPhone, would talk to myself every day about what I was experiencing and going through. And to be honest, I haven't watched it since this was back in 2018. So it might be fun at some point in my life to go back and organize it and possibly share some of it. So we'll see. Stay tuned. (laughs) And I may not want to share it because I probably thought I was much more awake at the time than I really was. But yeah, I think it'll be fun to go back and review it at some point anyways. But what I started to notice was, whoa, I had so many negative thoughts that were making themselves known to me. And I even had a moment of questioning, does it really matter? Does it matter what thoughts we're thinking? I mean, I had been studying these kinds of things for well over a decade at that point. And for whatever reason, it just never really clicked. And possibly it was just me being a little bit lazy and not wanting to do the work that it takes to actually rewire our brain and think a different way. It's not as easy as it sounds. There's actually a lot of experts teaching about this. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza is probably the most popular, but there's all kinds of brain retraining out there. And I will say it is so absolutely crucial. If there's one thing that you take from this episode is to dive deep into some form of brain retraining, because our thoughts are things and they do manifest our lives. 
and you want to make sure that you are having thoughts in alignment with the life that you want to have. And this is something I am still working on in so many ways. It is not an easy journey, but it's so much fun. So that just kind of became this question that I kept asking myself, do my thoughts even really matter? And what was so great about that turning point was I started to pay attention more and more and more to the thoughts that I was becoming aware of. And wow, did they start revealing to me exactly why my life was the way that it was. And when I tell you that I have had challenges in pretty much almost every area of life that a human being could possibly have, it's true. I really did. And I think the reason why is my soul on some level knew that I was going to be in the line of work that I am stepping into and that it was going to give me a bridge of understanding and to build my compassion muscle for what the human experience is really like when we're unconscious and when we are suffering because we simply don't understand. So my intention with this particular episode is for you to, at the very least, realize that this might be the most important shift that you could possibly undertake in your life is to reorganize your thoughts and your mental paradigm so that it is in absolute harmony with what you want to experience here in this life. So there are so many ways to do this. I have kind of played with a bunch of different ideas. And by far, there's been a couple that I think have created a lot of significant change in ways that didn't require too much effort, which is nice. So I would say the first one is, and I'd mentioned this in another video, it is a free guided meditation. It's called the Universal Mind Meditation by Kelly Howell. And I still listen to it till this day because it is so incredibly powerful. And it's free, guys. It's on YouTube. I'll actually see if I can uh, post a link in the description box so that you can have access to it. But what I ended up doing was, this was a couple of years actually before my awakening. I just really kind of had had it with uh, the drama and trauma of my life. And I did, I really didn't know what to do to change it in a significant and meaningful way. And back then somebody had recommended that I try self-hypnosis through guided meditation. And I figured I might as well, I have nothing to lose. So that's what I did. I listened to that meditation. I want to say every night for probably about two years. And I would imagine that things started to shift sooner than I was conscious of. But I will say by the end of that two years, I was a completely different person to the point where I think my friends and family may have been a little bit surprised and shocked that I could go from such contrast. I mean, when I tell you I was negative minded person, <laughs> it was probably about as bad as it gets. So yes, that's embarrassing. However, great news if you find yourself there because you can absolutely 
override that programming. Again, don't be so attached to these things because they're just programming. They're just ways of being that somebody else showed us that that's a way to live life. And we downloaded it when we were children. And now we get to have a choice. Now we get to choose something new. And it is so worth it. It is so worth it. I mean, what else? If you really think about it, what is your alternative? Your alternative is to stay where you are and do nothing different. Or you could do something really simple and just start listening to a guided meditation every night. And I don't think it'll take the average person two years before they see a change. That was just when I started noticing that it was significantly changing my life in very big ways. So I think that had a lot to do with doubt. It just had a lot to do with me thinking that it maybe wasn't doing anything. So I will say it is such low hanging fruit and that's where I would start if you don't have any experience with um, this kind of work. And the next thing that I did that was so much fun, and it's a tool that I still use till this day, is I had a fun idea to create a video vision board for myself. This was in 2020. And I kind of, again, was at that choice point of, okay, enough is enough. I want to have an amazing, incredible life experience. And I finally got, it's like the pain of not having what I wanted finally got strong enough that I was willing to do the things that I was maybe being a little bit lazy about before that. So I spent a good month going through like Google images, everything I could find online. And here's what's so interesting. At the time, I was so clueless about what I wanted. I mean, I just had no idea. I was so used to codependent relationships and molding myself to becoming whatever version of whatever the person in front of me wanted. I was so good at being a chameleon that I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't even know what my favorite colors were, guys. That's how bad it was. Ugh, now I know exactly what my favorite colors are and I fill my life with them. So just really even simple things like that can have such an impact. It's phenomenal. Um, so yeah, that was a great exercise to just simply spend a month going through images of all kinds of things, you know, things like what kind of life experiences do I think I want? What kind of vacations do I want? What kind of homes am I attracted to? What kind of cars? What kind of life experiences I wanted around relationships, whether it be friends or family or romance? What kind of work experiences I wanted? And guys, I decided to go for it and just dream big because why not? right? Like the only person at the time that I thought would ever see this video vision board would be myself. So why not choose outrageous things that were at the very least exciting or maybe even a little bit scary? Um, but I just gave myself permission to go for it. So by the end of a month of searching, I did start to notice some patterns of certain things that I was seeming to be attracted to consistently. and. I will say looking at that video today, I see a lot of things that I'm not 
vibrationally in alignment with now, but it was just my starting point. It was just a way for me to start attuning myself to something that was very unfamiliar. And here's where it gets so interesting. So if you study mind science at all, they've actually discovered something that is so interesting about how our brain works. We really are these primal creatures that are simply programmed for survival. And what they were sharing is, is that anytime new information comes to us, that our brain will actually reject it because it is not familiar and therefore it doesn't know to identify it if it's safe or a threat and it will there will have um, automatic resistance to it. So how interesting that to have these things that we think that we want that will have this natural reaction of rejection towards them simply because they are not familiar. So that's what I found to be so incredibly life-changing about the video vision board is what it did essentially. And I would watch it every morning and every night. There's actually a time where our brain is in a really receptive state. And that is right after we wake up and right before we fall asleep. So those would be the times that I would watch it. And essentially all I was doing was I was presenting images and ideas and experiences to my brain of things that I wanted to call into my experience and seeing them over and over and over often enough, I think my brain just was okay with it and just kind of relaxed about those no longer being unfamiliar and those not being a threat. And so this was just such a crucial step for me to get to know myself better and to start familiarizing myself with possibilities that I completely rejected the thought of previous to that. And then you have to really start thinking about, okay, if we're not able to even manifest the thought of something or the feeling of something in our mind and body what chance could we possibly have to experience it in 3D physical reality? Not that we don't come in contact with things seemingly randomly, but the likeliness of us being open to receiving certain things that have been so unfamiliar is very, very small because we will actually have a bad internal experience. We might have things like fear around losing it. It might trigger our sense of self-worth and our value. And it might just trigger any part of us that is not in vibrational alignment with that thing. So I hope this is really getting more and more clear that if we cannot manifest the thought of what we want in our mind in an organized way filled with choice and order, then we simply don't have a chance of lining up with it in the long term as a way of life because our nervous system will just simply reject it. So just find a way to make the things that you dream of more familiar. And you can do this in so many ways. I know a lot of people do scripting and journaling and vision boards. So choose whatever is going to work for you because the thing is, is they all work. 
It's just a matter of what you feel the most aligned with. And then the other thing that I did that was super powerful that I I still use is, let's see, when was this? I think it was about two years ago. I got a fun idea to write a script, a higher self script, and really flush out all the details of what I wanted my life to look like. And so this took me, gosh, I want to say this one took me a lot longer. It took me about three months because it's one thing to look at images and have a reaction to them like yes or no, or I like that, or I don't like that. Um, It's another thing to flesh out with our words in great detail what it is that we want to experience in our lives. So it was such an incredible challenge. I'm so glad I did it. And not only did I write the script, which ended up being 17 pages, I also hired a friend of mine who did voiceover work to record it where it was almost like a guided meditation, ended up being an hour a guided meditation of me hearing a story about myself through the lens of my higher self. And I'll say that was really helpful because back then I was still rejecting a lot of great, beautiful, wonderful things for myself because of low self-worth and sense of value issues. So when I wrote the story initially, I wrote it in the third person meaning I was writing a story about somebody else. I was writing a story about my higher self and I gave her a name and she was a character. And that was really, really helpful actually for me to extract all the things that I wanted because it didn't feel super risky. And then by the time I was ready to have it recorded, then I I went through, actually hired somebody to help me with this and I reorganized everything so that it was the narrator telling me a story about myself. And I'll tell you, it does something to you quickly to change and reorient your self-identity in a way that you're emotionally connected to and in a way that can help you to spark and visualize future events before they even occur. And so this particular one, I think I witnessed... (laughs) really drastic changes in my identity in about 30 days. This one was fast. And until this day, I still adore listening to it. It is filled with so many beautiful ideas and visions of the future that truly every time I listen to it, I gain the sense of deeper and deeper purpose and commitment and clarity and focus to the life that I want to create and manifest for myself. And I'm telling you guys, having these kinds of tools, whether it is the video vision board um, or the higher self script or anything that you want to use, including the free guided meditation, you don't have to do any work. You literally have to just click the link and listen to it when you go to bed. It doesn't get any easier than that. Um, But what it does take is it does take commitment. It takes commitment from you to make a choice and to continue making that choice, whether you feel like it in the moment or not. So just to give you a practical visual understanding of how these things changed my life, uh, I'll, 
I'll share a little bit more about what my life looks like. So let's go back to right around the time that I had my awakening and I gave everything away. I moved out to the woods and you guys, I had no plan, like not a clue where my life was going after those 40 days. I guess I kind of just assumed that I was going to meet people or be guided to a certain direction in my life. I don't know. I just really trusted whatever was unfolding and it didn't turn out that way. Um, it went in another direction. It went really in the direction of me addressing my health and confronting some things about my thinking patterns around that. And that's something, again, that I'm still working on. But it was incredibly necessary for me to shift from being so inward and so high in the ether, spiritual back down to being really grounded and to start working through the traumas and start clearing the bottom half of all the chakras because I was very imbalanced. I think I actually probably came close to just frying my nervous system because I had so much surge of energy moving through me, but not in a balanced way. So it really is important for anybody who's listening to as much as possible, start from the bottom up. So start with clearing the traumas and start with the presencing work and the grounding work and some of the stuff that doesn't always feel good, but that will make your journey, I believe, much, much easier and much more kind to your physical body and your nervous system. However, if it happens that you have a top-down awakening, I guess it's okay because if that exists, then it exists for a reason. And obviously people can get through it that way as well. But for me, it was a little bit backwards. So I ended up having to go back and clear a lot. And man, it was a rough ride. And my physical body was having a very, very hard time with all of this. And I'll share that, you know, at the time I was really desperate and really, really looking for help of anybody that could guide me because I was incredibly alone on this journey. I didn't know anybody else who had ever been through it. And when I would attempt to connect with people about it, I knew they were trying, but they just simply did not have the life experience or the education on how to help me. So I started with things that were a little bit more 3D in nature. So for example, there was a doctor that I wanted to work with and his services, which I absolutely believed that I needed at the time, uh, were about $4,000 a month. And back then, again, I had shared in a previous video that I really went down with my health downhill and I got to the point where I was living in my dad's photo studio, not able to work. Um, I mean, I was barely able to walk at that point. Um, I think it went, it was about three years where I had a lot of trouble just with basic physical functions. And I knew that I needed some drastic help. Uh, because I was circling the drain in a lot of ways. And it's 
a series of miracles that really brought me back to life. And so one of those miracles, and this is why manifestation is so precious and so important and near and dear to me, is I believe that it saved my life, truly. So there I was living in the photo studio some days so unwell that I couldn't even get up to make myself something to eat. And there I was thinking, I need to figure out a way to work with this doctor and manifest $4,000 a month to work with him. (laughs) And I just find it so incredibly amazing that I had any capacity to entertain that idea in that circumstance at all. But for whatever reason, I had had enough education and enough curiosity to at least find out if that was something that was possible. So back then, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I had heard that if we can envision ourselves at the end result and really go inward and visually construct the reality around us in our minds down to the finest details, And not only that, but have the physical sensations and the the physiology shift with the chemistry, then that is what magnetizes a new reality to us. And I have to say it is like magic because for me, it worked. And so just to give you some context, the only thing I had of value Uh, was actually two things. I had saved up, I was really, really into precious metals for a while. And over the course of like 10 years, I had collected and purchased enough jewelry, like gold and silver to have a really beautiful collection. And I had a little bit of that left over that I was able to liquidate to pay for some medical expenses for myself and my dog at the time who had a lot of vet expenses dealing with heart disease. And then the only other thing that I had, and this is kind of embarrassing to share because I was 40, 39 or 40. So to be that age and have nothing is an incredibly humbling experience. Uh, But so grateful that I got to walk that journey and find out how powerful I am and how powerful all of us are. And the only other thing I had was my car, which I loved. It was uh, an old Mustang and maybe like, maybe I could have gotten four or $5,000 for it at the time if I sold it. And so I was laying there thinking, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna make this happen? I only have one thing possibly that I could sell that would cover my expenses for a month. And that wouldn't not include travel because this doctor was out of state and out of country. He had a clinic um, in two different locations. And for whatever reason, I just decided to not stop the inquiry there. So I knew that I could at the very least, cover my expenses for a single month if I absolutely had to by selling my car. Sorry, I had to take a break because Ever wanted to come on and say hello. Hey, hi, Evs. (laughs) 
So for whatever reason, even though in reality, it looks like I had zero chance of success. I don't know, something in me was maybe just curious enough to see if miracles were real. And what I started doing, I took the advice that somebody gave me and I would do it maybe like five minutes a day. Because again, when we have so much doubt and we don't have a lot of evidence that these things are real, it can be a big challenge uh, to attempt to create this way when we don't have a lot of experience with it. And to be totally honest, even with all the experience I've had, it's still a challenge to make myself do it. It's kind of funny. Um, but I've heard it is one of the hardest things for a human being to do is to bring conscious choice into the thinking mind. So any of you who are up for it, you are manifestation warriors because it is not easy. However, the payoff is phenomenal. So do it. And so I would do these five minute visualizations, um, not about how I was going to get there or pay for it, but instead, I just started visualizing myself being at his clinic, being at his office, walking through the front doors in the morning, saying good morning to people, having a cup of coffee in my hand, walking out on the beach, like all the things. And at that point, I had never been there and I had never seen the office in real life, uh, just some photos on their website. But it was enough for me to start connecting with that reality. And gosh, I wish I remember the exact timeline, but I think it was, let's say between three to six months before I was physically there in that reality. And I mean, down to the details of going and getting my coffee at Starbucks and going for a walk on the beach at six in the morning before the office opened and being one of the first people in line and physically being in that space, receiving care and treatment. And what was amazing is that particular manifestation changed my life in ways that I simply could not imagine because it wasn't just about me getting my needs met from this doctor. It was about me also meeting his needs and, you know, I ended up helping him to launch a business and it ended up being such a blessing for both of us financially created a lot of abundance, but it was also this incredible playground for me to learn all these new skill sets that completely changed my understanding of what is possible and how to do it. So I will say that that one particular manifestation was so incredibly powerful. And I'm telling you, it was the visualizations, I believe, that did it. Because going back to what I was sharing earlier about becoming familiar with something and communing with it and becoming one with it. I mean, that's the journey, right? Something about that process really changes our reticular activating system or RAS. And if you're not familiar with that, it's as far as I remember, it's the part of our brainstem that is like a filtration system and it allows certain information in and not others, meaning I think there's something around like 11 million bits of information coming at us every second of the day. And our brains would just be deep fried if we were processing that amount of data. 
And I think, oh gosh, I, I hope I'm remembering this correctly, but I think it's something more like 50 bits of data that we're consciously able to be aware of at any given moment. And this is really interesting. You guys have actually had this happen to you, guaranteed, where let's just say something like a car, something that you are wanting. And all of a sudden, everywhere you look while you're driving, you see it on the road everywhere that you go. And it's not that those cars weren't there before. It's just that you're particular activating system is now picking up on them and bringing them into that 50 bits of data pool because it believes it's important to you. So essentially, that's why these visioning sessions, I think, were so crucial is because it started allowing my mind to seek answers to these new questions that I was asking myself. And if you guys really think about it and pay attention, your mind is only ever doing two things. It is asking itself questions and seeking the answers to them. That's it. So what if we start asking ourselves questions that are way more in alignment with what we want than what we don't want? And unfortunately, most of us use our mental faculties on things like worrying, which essentially is visioning fearful futures and lining up with those um, energetically because that's just how we are used to living our lives. So anyone who's not familiar with our mental faculties, that is something that you can learn a lot more about. And I will probably actually record a video on that just so you really understand what you're working with as far as your actual superhero powers. So Bob Proctor has a lot of teachings on this if you want to learn more, but essentially the six is imagination, intuition, will, perception, memory, and reason. And like I said, I will probably make a video on that in the future about my experiences with all of those faculties and how giving them life force and power has radically transformed my life experience. And then fast forward, as I started growing my wings and learning more about becoming an entrepreneur by supporting another entrepreneur. And in fact, I'm going to pause and share the value of that. If you want something in your life, I am telling you without a doubt the fastest way to getting it and almost guaranteed way of getting it is to give it to another. Give that experience to another. Give your life force to creating abundance and magic and miracles and prosperity for another person. And the reason is, well, there's two reasons. One is that everything is a mirror. So it will be getting reflected back to you. You won't even be able to help it because it is a spiritual law. And two, you're going to be developing the skill sets that you need to bring that into your own life and or teach others to do the same. Okay, so now I'm back from that tangent, but it was really important for me to point out the value of that because it has really changed my life in very powerful ways. 
So I started really connecting with the idea of becoming an entrepreneur and working for myself in much bigger and more meaningful ways, stepping into my dharma, serving my purpose. And I ended up manifesting the opportunity to work with many other people on that same journey, many of which I am still in touch with today, and some of which you'll get to meet in future episodes here on the show. And it was so incredible to have the experience of truly going from no entrepreneurial experience to getting to walk the journey through service to another, to now stepping into that in much, much bigger ways with my own business and really taking the leap of faith that I have enough under my belt experience wise and skill set and understanding to focus on my target, which going back to what I was sharing earlier about the vibrational game board, now that I know where it is that I'm going, that's all I need to know. Truly, that's it. And most days, that's really all I have is where is it that I want to go and bringing that end result into my present moment, whether it's through um, a five-minute meditation or a visualization. I actually have a process called Envisioneering that dives into this deeper. However, it, it doesn't need to be a big process. I'm telling you guys, five minutes of focused thought every day will absolutely change the course of your life. It is that powerful. So some of the favorite things that I got a chance to manifest was last year, I hosted multiple betas, meaning courses and launch groups and containers for me to explore different ways of offerings that I could see if I, I liked or not. So one of the most fun things that I manifested last year was I hosted the Abundance Experiment. And it was so much fun to be in the process of me just sharing whatever it was that I had learned up until that point uh, with a group of people. We were all going on this journey together and learning from one another. I'm telling you guys, when I show up, it is very much in the spirit of being the student. So yes, I will share whatever it is that I believe has use, but more so I am listening and asking questions because I really believe that we are all the teacher and we are all the student. And so in that process of going through the abundance experiment, at the time, I still hadn't made any big leaps as far as my external reality changing in any meaningful ways. So for example, at the time I was still living with a family member. I still was driving a car I wasn't crazy about. Um, I didn't have, I still didn't have anything since the few years prior of when I gave everything away. I still hadn't had the opportunity to rebuild yet. So I was still at a very clean slate when it comes to things that I had in my possession. So that was a great jumping off point in a lot of ways. It helped me to really connect with my own belief in abundance. And I was able to do some things that were maybe not the most responsible, but I'm so grateful for the experience of 
committing to them and doing them and manifesting them. So at the very least, I could have some evidence that I could do it. And also to learn a lot more about energy management, because there is an exchange that happens no matter what. And, you know, something that I'm still exploring, I think there are people that teach that things can be effortless and without a cost. And as much as I would love to say that that's true, it's it's not something I've experienced yet. Not that it's not possible. I believe anything is possible. It's just not something I've experienced yet. So I will say that part of manifesting is one side of it is learning our power. And the other side of it is being responsible with our power and learning to manage that energy because there does seem to be an energy exchange with absolutely everything. And that was something that I didn't have any experience with at the time. So what I ended up doing (laughs) was I ended up manifesting anything and everything that I could possibly think of. So uh, I was really excited about getting my own place. And maybe the responsible choice would have been something that was, you know, my own space, but affordable. And instead, I chose to get my dream space. It was a really, really cute apartment right on the lake where it was not a reasonable price. And I sure paid it. It was probably about double what I would have paid at uh, something more responsible. And at the time, I just, I don't know, I really aligned with going for it. And then I also... Uh, traded in my car and got something that was not totally responsible financially either. Um, But it was like a step in the right direction towards my dream car. And then talk about like spending all kinds of money on furnishing my new place. Um, I spent a ton of money on going on a cruise. I spent a lot of money on kind of self-care, like taking care of myself, getting multiple massages every week. Oh, and my hair. So this is a good one. This was actually a great way for me to understand the process of manifestation. And I know it sounds really, really silly, but it's a good place to start. So my hair, as you can see, is like really dark Asian hair. And I had absolutely no idea the cost and the time and the maintenance and the commitment involved with lightening my hair. And I think what was so great about it is, again, it started with a vision of what I wanted, followed by aligned action. And I'm telling you, from my very first appointment, I started to understand that this was going to be expensive. And that I had a a learning curve of a lot of things I would have to change about my daily routine. (laughs) And it sounds silly, but until you go through the process of changing your life to bring a manifestation into fruition, sometimes we don't know the energy exchange that is going to be involved in the process. And one thing that I was so grateful for is that my desire was really, really strong. And I was like, whatever it takes, I'm going to make it happen. How cool. And several thousands of dollars later and several appointments later, um, 
I'm still experiencing that level of commitment because it just is. It's an incredible thing to choose and to continue to choose. And I love it. So it's worth it to me. And I'll continue on that journey as long as it feels good. But I wanted to share that start with where you are. It doesn't have to be a huge, big thing. It can be the color of your hair and going through the process of making a choice and committing to that choice and moving through all the barriers that present themselves as you're moving towards your manifestation and making that commitment. It's like really seems to be the secret sauce. If you leave with nothing else, it's those two things, making the choice and committing to that choice and aligning with it over and over and over and over again. And eventually you will get to that destination. So I think one thing that I'm exploring is, and it's interesting, I was actually planning to host a manifestation experiment last year and it never quite lined up. I ended up hosting seven other betas and that one just never quite felt like it was the right timing. And I'm very glad that I pushed pause on it because I think had I done it last year, I would have probably aligned with the more masculine way of manifestation, which can be exactly what I just shared, the choice and the commitment. But I think where it can get a little imbalanced is when we force that choice and commitment in a way that maybe is not serving our highest good. And so I think force is the key word there uh, versus what I'm starting to learn more now is to have the choice and the commitment, but from a more feminine perspective of moving with life as it flows and being a little bit less, being a lot less resistant and a lot less attached and finding out that things manifest actually even faster. So I'm really excited to learn more on my journey and share as much as I possibly can with all of you, because it is such a crucial piece of the game to actually be aware of what are the common denominators for all of us to be able to create a life not just a life that we want, but the life. What is our heaven on earth? And what is it going to take to create it in a way that is in so much alignment with our soul and in a way that our energy is managed and preserved in a very loving and harmonious way? I think we have witnessed the imbalance of what manifestation looks like when it is done at the cost of our own well-being and the well-being of others. And that's really what I am calling in to shift in my own life. So I have not mastered this yet by any means. I'm just sharing from the perspective of my own experience. However, it's my intention to understand these things on a deeper level so that as I'm learning and growing that I can gift you with that information to hopefully make your journey a little bit more smooth and more effortless in the process and at the very least just be your cheerleader for doing it and committing to 
the learning curve and celebrate you as you go on your own adventure into the manifestation experiment of your life. And hopefully that was enough information to at the very least ignite some level of excitement within you of realizing the power that you possess in your thoughts, in your mind, in your words, even more so in your spoken words, in your feelings and your chemistry and your physical actions and your behaviors. I mean, it's all a flow of energy that moves very rhythmically to bring ideas from the thought realm into this reality. And we are the channels for that manifestation to occur. This is really important stuff, you guys. So even if you start with desires of wanting to change your hair color, it doesn't matter. Start with whatever is inspiring you today and go for it. Just go on the adventure of going for it and receiving it and then learning everything about yourself and everything about manifestation that you can possibly learn so that you can continue to evolve and fine tune that process for yourself so that eventually you do bring a version of heaven on earth into your own life experience. And so to conclude, I do want to share with all of you something that I am working on manifesting as we speak. One thing that really took me by surprise this year was this podcast and this channel. I had literally no idea that this was going to be a part of my life until... I think it was in April when I got the guidance to go ahead and do it before that I had no idea that this would be my life. So it's just so magical and adventurous and so fun. And one thing that I'm feeling really guided towards is to serving and helping anybody else who is finding themselves at this exact moment in time feeling called to launch their own podcast as well. So quick disclaimer, I am brand new to all of this. The only experience I have is uh, being a podcast producer for another YouTube celebrity and getting to learn a lot of great stuff from that perspective, from the perspective of being the support system and learning affiliate marketing and just some of the skill sets and the technology that's involved. But when it comes to my own show, as you can see, I'm not even in the double digits of episodes yet. So still a huge learning curve. But I think I do have enough understanding to help take somebody from the idea phase and concept into their launch. So of course, I will be evolving and growing as I go and will be sharing that information with all of you as I learn it. However, in the meantime, to go back to that original guidance of that original vision of flooding the airwaves with conscious conversation, it seems to be that that would be the quickest way to do that is to be in service of any of you that are also feeling called to take the leap and launch your own podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and invite you that if that is you, if you feel some kind of a stirring in your soul, that this is the next step for you. Maybe you've been on the sidelines for a little bit too long and you're just ready for that next step. I'm going to invite you to participate in a three-month beta container that I'm going to be hosting. I'm still working on all the details and the exact dates, but I do know that it's going to be launching in September of this year, 2023. 
and it will be a 12-week program. And I'm really inviting absolutely anybody who would like to join. And you don't actually need to launch anything at the very end of it. That's just the invitation. If you feel ready to go, then by the end of the 12 weeks, you should have all of your assets. You should be really clear on what your messaging is going to be on what your focus is going to be. You should have all your technology set up to go ahead and make that jump and that leap if you find yourself ready at the end of it. And if you don't, that's okay. Just come and join us for that 12-week container and go through the process of figuring those pieces out in a super safe space amongst community of all of us who are learning together. So if you are interested at all, I've got a little list that is growing, so it should be a a great turnout. Uh, Go ahead and email me. The email is in the description box below. Just let me know that you're interested. And once I have everything set up, I will send you out an official invitation to join the program. Again, this is a beta, which means it is my gift offering to all of you, and it is my way of exploring this new territory and creating something that I can launch publicly most likely next year because I just I have to tell you I am finding so much fulfillment and joy in just sitting here and speaking my truth and sharing my stories with all of you it is changing me in ways that I could not have imagined. It is bringing me so much joy and what an unexpected surprise. And it's actually even helping me to truly understand the power of my voice and the power of your voice and the power of all of our voices collectively. I mean, it's very incredibly exciting to me that this is even available to us that there are platforms and technologies that are making these kinds of things easier and easier. And oh, I can't wait to show you guys the platform that I'm using. It is incredibly amazing and simple and intuitive. And um, yeah, I think it's there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes that are changing the game. And I've even heard things about YouTube recently as, you know, fast forward 10 years from now, Anybody who has a presence on YouTube is going to be a big player because we may or may not see media in the way that we have been used to seeing it. And anybody who is in that space that has influence will be the the change makers. They'll be the ones that are building out the new future that we are all feeling so connected to. And I want you guys to be a part of it. I know you want to be a part of it. I know that's what you came here for. So the invitation is to take that leap in a really low pressure, safe environment where you're going to make some amazing friends and you're going to align with what your soul came here to do. It really is that important. So I just wanted to extend the invitation to all of you. And also, if any of you would like to come on the show and be a guest, and share your transformation story around any of the topics, including abundance, manifestation, creation, or the entrepreneurial journey, your own healing journey, 
your own transformation around connection, or if you have launched a kindness experiment in the form of a charity, I would love to talk to you and have you share your story here on the show. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Dream Into Being podcast. And I'm so excited to bring you more and more aligned content as I discover and learn more and make more and more connections and be on this amazing journey called life with all of you. Thanks so much and wishing you all a blessed and abundant and wonderful day. And I'll see you in the next episode. 